If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. All right, all right. Week one NFL's in the books. This is Bolt Brady and his bro. Welcome back to Chat Some More Football. It's happening, Bolt. What's going on? And how about Monday Night Football last night? Woo! Raid Nash. Your squad balled. Called it. <laughs> that was a good call. And that game was unreal. How about, but you called that, but how about I called my boy Carr? Uh huh. David Balls. Yeah. 435 yards, two TDs. Yeah, he steps up. I mean, he's not scared of the big situations. He had an absolute dime to, uh, what's his name? The speedster. His name just eluded me. Ruggs the third. Yep. Big rugs. Did you see that one along the sideline? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kind of he throws him up like high and lets him get under him. I mean, because rugs the speedster, he gets trucking. And I was thinking, because man, was he looking for Winfro or Waller like every time? Well, Waller crushed it. Yeah, I mean, he had Waller had nineteen targets, and like forty fantasy points. <laughs> and I was thinking about that. So when you have nineteen targets, I mean. The wide receiver or the running backs, like if they get like 15 to 16 carries, you're like, wow, okay, that squad's, the coach is really trying to get them the ball. How about when you have 19 targets? Mm-hmm. And Winfro's targets had to be like close to double digits, if not. I mean, those were his two guys I kept thinking, I'm like, well, Ruggs has got to get open here sometime. Yeah, the stadium was rocking. And then, you know, the raids were marching, and he threw that one off the hands into the helmet for the pick. Oh, uh, well, you, in, in overtime. Well, f- like, first of all, let's back up a second. Let's give Carr some props here. There was, like, under a minute left, and they're down by three in regulation, and he marches them into field goal range. Quickly. Right. And the guy, and they've got the 55 yarder, and I'm like, mm, there's no way this guy's making it. And he goes, yeah, I am. Buttersville. Right down the middle. Uh-huh. Got it. Yeah. We're going to OT, and then I'm like, well, the way this is going, because the, the Raiders had scored on their last three possessions, and you don't want Lamar to have the rock. I'm like, whoever's got the ball first is going to win this ball game. Raids go all the way down. And so listen what happened here. So when that when he threw that touch, or what I thought was the touchdown, the guy got tackled on the one, I started to send out the text because I'm like, that's ball game. Yeah. Like, I literally thought it was over because I couldn't hear the volume. And so I start texting a couple of our friends that were doing the circuit with, and I go, okay, guys, 4-1 this week. And then all of a sudden they go, no touchdown. I go, oh, shit. <laughs> Hold on. And then he throws the pick, and I'm like, oh, going from 4-1 to one to 3-2 and because I spoke too early. But luckily they pulled her out. Yeah, they came back and got Lamar with the sack. That that Crosby guy, the DN for the Raiders. Max, yeah. He was balling. Yeah, there was kind of one time where Lamar was trying to get to the sideline. He kind of like, he cut him off. Right. And you saw Lamar come up and just kind of give him the props. Like, man, good good shit there. Right, because most people don't run me down like that. Uh-huh. Not run him down, but run him out of room. <laughs> yeah, no, that was great. 
I mean, Lamar, when he has the ball, it's just like, it's just scary. You're like, dude, this guy could go to the house or he could sling it across the other side of the field for a touchdown. He's just, he's legit to watch. Yep, just ready for him to cut the hair one time. Yeah, the hair looks terrible. For your QB, it just doesn't do it for me. Well, just, yeah, just it's just not a good look. He'd look way better with just, like, short hair. It's like uh, Carmelo Anthony just hung on to the cornrows for, like, 11 seasons. Carmelo. Let's update this thing here. <laughs> Let's update it. So, anyway, big W. The Raids fans were bashing. You know, they've got the, the DJ that rocks the VIP section. Yeah, you could, when they would, <laughs> when they'd kind of show him, you just see you see all the people kind of bobbing the heads and stuff and you know it's like mc hammer or something like oaktown song but you couldn't hear it on the broadcast right but i'm like yeah they're rocking and then you could see charles woodson was sitting up there next to dumb and dumber (laughs) davis the owner and he had the little like scotch or something going because they zoned in on him and it was the smaller glass with just a little brown liquid in woodson did Uh uh-huh and then later on in the game, you could tell he had the buzz rocking when he was getting his groove on during like timeouts and stuff. He's getting the uh, the light brown eyes like Mike J. <laughs> he was having a good time. So that was just the huge dub. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was large. Way to open the stadium with the fans there. Yeah. I mean, you could tell they were full, full effect. They all had their Raids jerseys on. All walks of life. Yep. Well, I like that one before those injuries, but that was that was good. It shook out the way it did. All right. What about week one? What um, I mean, Tom and, and company kicked her off. Right. That was another good national TV game to start week one. Well, how about the underdogs against the spread went twelve and four, most underdog wins since two thousand and three. Really? Yep. Hello. So, yep, the Cowboys easily covered. I thought the Cowboys looked legit. I mean, they were balling. Dak was moving. They did. I mean, that that's where, you you know, if they come with that effort every week, it, they'd be a really good team. It's just, you're going to have to see a full season out of them. But Dak looked great. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then, um, I don't know, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, the game that probably, one of the games that surprised me the most, um, well, not so much on the, the results, but, like, I dug into the stats because, you know, I was watching the game film. Uh, yesterday and last night, mm-hmm. and the big Falcons versus the Eagles. And did I tell you about my boy Jalen Hurts? That was probably my <clears throat> most disappointing pick. I mean, I thought the Falcons were going to do something there. <clears throat> Holy cow! Well, Jalen balls. Well, so first of all, your Falcons were balling. So the very first series, they drive her all the way down, no problem, hot knife through butter, and then they get inside the ten yard line, stall, field goal. Your boy comes in. And uh, your fantasy kicker. And then, um, Jay, <laughs> yeah. Jay, what's his name? Woo? Koo, you. Koo, you. And then Jameson, or I mean, Jalen comes in, marches him all the way down, and hello, Devontae Smith, Heisman Trophy winner. Welcome to the NFL. First catch, 18 yard TD. Mm-hmm. He actually had a legit game. He had five catches for 72 yards. So Jalen, no issues. Then Atlanta, right back down. And they get it inside the 10-yard line again. Field goal. That's not Cutner. No, it's not. Not Cutner, guys. So, um, And that was kind of all she wrote. I mean, my boy Jalen was in full control of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you get to watch it at all? I just saw some highlights of that one. Well, you were knocking my boy Jalen. And he was 27 for 35, 264 yards, three TDs. And then, of course, he can run the ball. Seven carries, 62 yards. That 
is domination. That's a good opener. I mean, you know, the Falcons might end up being one of the worst squads in the league here, so... Well, we, I don't, yeah. we can't overreact to everything we see week one here. Well, we're not. So that's why I asked myself, I said, okay, so what's what's going on here with the Eagles? What, what's so different? Well, okay, obviously they got the coaching staff overhauled. Mm-hmm. So Sarani, the, the head coach, he was the offensive coordinator at the Colts. Guy probably knows what he was doing over there. And then the offensive coordinator now is Stetton, who was the offensive coordinator for the Chargers last year. Mm-hmm. So clearly, these guys know how to devise game plans, and it showed. So watch out for the Eags, and I told you that before the season started. All right. Probably going to win the NFC Easter. Mm. Yep. That's going to come down to some injuries and stuff, too. Well, it always does. Yeah. Well, she's, you know, Fitzpatrick's out for a month right now. I know. That sucks. The hip. Yeah. So they got to turn around quickly here and play on Thursday night against the Giants. And the Giants kind of put up a stinker there, too. Well, I mean, is that a big surprise? I mean, once again, big Saquon, 10 carries, 26 yards, not cutting her. No, I mean, I don't know. You know, are we going to manage him here? Are we just going to turn him loose? Like, how's he feeling? Well, I mean. (laughs) That wasn't going to do it. When are the fantasy guys going to start being realistic and saying, it's time to grab Saquon in the middle of the second round, pick 37. I mean, he's not the top fiver that everyone always says he is. Well, his first two years he was. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's anything against him. I'm just like, dude, let, this guy's got to do something again before we, we hype him up. But, you know, there goes the national narrative, and it was wrong again. Mm-hmm. So, what's the next game? I mean, we got to talk about the elephant in the room. The back door, Louie? Not the back door. <laughs> The, the, no, not the back door. The elephant in the room oh. is Green Bay. Yeah, my boy. Wow, what happened there? Did the the plane come from Maui off the yoga retreat and, and <laughs> puffing a bowl? No kidding, because they were not into it at all. I mean, it, I, and, you know, he's done this for a while, kind of where he does this. this Instead of kind of looking at the receiver if he's mad about the route or whatever, he kind of turns back to the end zone and the camera's still on him. And you just kind of see him talking in his helmet like, man, what God, what are you doing? Right. You know, and Tom will go up to him like, no, hey, 10 and then in. You know, we got him there. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, when I was literally watching that game, <clears throat> I said, okay, well, let's break this game down. Well, here's, what, here's how we're going to break her down. That the Saints just wanted the game way more. I mean, they were there to play ball. And Green Bay, it just didn't even look like it mattered. It almost looked like they wrapped up the playoffs already, and they were just going through the motions. That's how bad it was. Yeah, that was not a good look. And Jameis was like, he looks a little tremor. Looks like he wants the job. Yep. The, their defense was just way more aggressive. Yeah, that was just, <laughs> it was, you know, Jameis, you know, one thing that I forgot about Jameis, I mean, you know, we knock him quite a bit, but um, his, his mobility actually helps quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I mean, he's got a cannon, and he can move a little bit. I mean, it helps so much. Like, I was just looking at all these guys, like Jalen and Lamar and Russ and all these guys, and it's amazing. Like, all of them can move around. It helps so much. And then you have someone like Tom, who's just in the cement. Can't right. move at all, and he gets it done. Well, you better have a either a good O-line, or you better, you know, make a quick decision and get rid of it. Exactly. That's all it boils down to. So, you know, they always say don't overreact to, to week one. Um, and that's why it's interesting, because the line didn't even really move. I mean, the Saints traveled into Carolina, and the line is, uh, Carolina's getting three or three and a half. 
So I'm sure everyone will come pouring in on the Saints. Yeah, dude, for sure. The, those are the ones that are like, oh, this is the new hot team. Well, it's like, maybe oh. we, we might just let that line go up a little bit more <laughs> before we jump on her. Yeah, and then, you know, with Green Bay, it's like, all right, let's just throw that one in the can, and, and you guys better bounce back here against Detroit. Right. So, I mean, that line's a little big. It's like the 10.5 or 11. Green Bay's? Uh-huh. But, yeah, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't take too much out of that game. That was just, they just weren't prepared. They just weren't ready to ball. No. It's you know, close. and it moved to Florida. It was just, I don't know what the deal was there. But the one that that was the little... Interesting turnout at the end for some betters was the Niners one. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, unfortunately, we gave the Niners out at the seven and a half, or Detroit out at plus seven and a half. But if some of the listeners took um day of the game, which I'm sure majority of the people did, they got the W. Mm-hmm. Big Goff comes firing back and scores 16 points in two minutes to backdoor it. Dude, <laughs> the, the two-point conversion and the onside kick off Kittle, I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> Those are tough to take. Yeah, I mean, that game, they, they, they were getting their asses handed to them, you know. So they, that's why the, the lines didn't change at all, except the Niners go in to face my boy Jalen. Yeah, and I'm looking at it. It's at minus three and a half right now for the Niners. Yep. And I'll lean with the Niners. Ooh, well. For sure. All right. I'm, you know, I'm going to go with my boy Jalen there. Well, this isn't the Atlanta Falcons. (laughs) Don't worry. One of the things the Niners have problems with are mobile quarterbacks, and Jalen is slightly mobile. No. I feel like we've we've had this same conversation before, and it doesn't seem to matter for the Niners. Okay. They're on the road, too. (laughs) Yeah. Two two weeks in a row. I think, did they maybe stay out on the East Coast, I think, for this one? Uh, They've done that in years past, where they stay, like, you know, in Ohio or somewhere back East. They probably did. Yeah. So it's just a lean for you. No. Now I'll take the Niners. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just going to lean. I'm just going to lean there, bud. All right. Uh, let's see here. How about the, uh, well, the locker room of the week was the Texans. Mm-hmm. Close <laughs> ball game. <laughs> Close ball game, Urban and Trevor. I actually, I was thinking about, you know, I was looking at all the rookie quarterbacks, and Trevor looked the worst. I mean, I, I just, even Zach Wilson, I was watching him, and, um, you know, they were down 16-0 to at half, but, like, I was talking to one of our friends, he's like, well, Zach's, Zach's kind of having a rough time here. I'm like, well, dude, he's not getting any time. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it's jailbreak, I don't care, you know, who you are, you're not going to be looking that great. And then the Jets kind of got settled in the second half, and he looked way better, but Trevor, I mean... He not, he not had only one, but two turnovers right before the end of the first half. Like, he had the turnover, and then um, they got the ball back, and he turned it over again, and the momentum just went audio. So, you know, he had three interceptions, um, Trevor Lawrence did, and he said it's the first time he's ever had three interceptions in high school or college. Mm. And I'm like, bud, that's because you are always on the best squad. No, yeah. Because his high school team was just like Clemson, too. They were just stacked everywhere. Yeah. It's not happening when you're with the Jags, though. No, that's going to be the problem all year, you know, who he's throwing it to. And that's Wilson has a couple dudes he can throw it to, like Davis and stuff. Mm-hmm. Corey Ball. But uh, how about my boy Tyrod? 
Guy gets her done. Yep, you knew he could be serviceable. Well, serviceable, 21 for 33, 291 yards, and two tugs. Mm-hmm. We like it. And then my boy, Brandon Cooks, five catches, 132 yards. And then Ingram looks legit with the number two on. You know, he switched the jerseys. Yeah, it's weird to see some of these, even on D, you know, like uh, Jalen Ramsey, and, like wearing the five. It looks way better. It's yeah, like, I mean, we're used to seeing it at every level. It's like, go ahead. But so I was sitting there, and I'm like, okay, yes, of course the Jags are not very good. But the Texans' office, offense just looks sweet, like the plays they were calling. And sure enough, the head coach, Coley, he was the passing um, coordinator for the uh, Baltimore Ravens last year. Mm-hmm. So same concept with the Eagles. you got to dig a little bit deeper and say, okay, hey, is it the squad they're playing or – is it maybe the game plan? And in my opinion, both those games, um, I think they came out with great game plans, new coaches. So it's something to keep an eye on. Like the Texans uh, and the Eagles, I don't think they're going to be as bad as people think. Mm, yeah, you know, going into week one, you've got that whole month training camp plus. You, you better have something dialed in. You would think. And you're also holding back your best stuff from everyone during those preseason games. So. Jalen and some of these guys get the benefit of having these little little secrets here that, that no one got to see till week one, and people start to learn that, those little things and tendencies and stuff. It'll be a little tougher. Well, then this one might surprise you because Atlanta Falcons travel in to play Tom in the box, mm-hmm. and the line is Atlanta plus 13, and I'll take them. Really? Oh, yeah. It's going to be one of the best bets. Atlanta, divisional game, getting plus 13. We'll take it. That's, yeah. that, that's best bet number one. That's a shitload of points. <laughs> I mean, it is. And, you know, you're not playing a rookie here in, in Ryan at all. And like I said, it was just unfortunate. They, they marched it down first two possessions. If those would have been two TDs because they got within the 10-yard line, we got a new ball game. But instead, it's a field goal. It wasn't cutting there. So... I mean, 13 points in a divisional game, I mean, that's a lot. So we'll take her. Mm -hmm. First best bet. Yeah. All right, fellas, listen up, because this applies to all of us. It's coming all the way from Australia to Houston. Do you have a pew problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth-generation brand-new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the Performance Package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. That's right, male grooming, fellas. Join 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com, spelled M-A-N-S. C-A-P-E-D dot com forward slash bolt for 20% off and free shipping. That's right. Put forward slash bolt and get 20% off and free shipping. I've got mine, fellas. Now it's time to get yours. And it's time to give out the uh, the award for the review to get the Tom Brady autograph picture. hey Hello, and that's going to go out to the person that referenced uh, the Tom, the Top Gun reference <laughs> between Mav and Goose. So uh, you're the one that got chosen. So send us an email. Where should they shoot you an email? Score at boltbrady.com. We'll hook you up. There I'll, throw a, I'll throw a hat in there for you too. And then uh, we'll mail you the big autograph from Tom. And like we said, keep it. 
pass it away or sell it for chippers. <laughs> Same for any of you else out there. Uh, do the Apple reviews. We'll hook you up with the hat. If we pick your name. Yep. It's very helpful with those reviews. Thank you for that. And then back by popular demand, the 409 spray of the week. (laughs) And we actually have two of them. Mm. The first one we start off with. Do you remember Clinton Portis? Yeah. The running back. Yep. He was on the Broncos and the the Redskins for quite a bit. Um, Yep. He made $43 million in his career. And right now he's in court for trying to scam the NFL um, over some chips. It was some sort of insurance uh, Ponzi scheme, I believe. Yeah. I think they were like <laughs> saying they were using those uh, air chambers, like sleep chambers or whatever, uh-huh. purchasing those. And so anyway, he and a couple uh, other former NFL players are going to go to the slammer. Nice job, Clinton. Wow. That's a 409, buddy. You made 43 big dimes. Obviously, that's gone. And you're tra- <laughs> that is. And you're trying to defraud your own players' association. All right. Ouch. Okay. And then stand by for the 409 for this week. <laughs> and, and that goes to Zach Taylor. Head coach, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals were actually balling against the Vikings. They were up 21-7. to mm-hmm. It's fourth and one on their own 30. And I'm watching this game live, and Zach's keeping the squad out there. And I go, okay, he's just trying to pull him off. Nope. Burrow takes the hike, gives it to the running back. Stuffed. Mm. Turnover on downs, two players, two plays later, Vikings, touchdown, 21-14. We got a new ball game. And then obviously it went to overtime and they were lucky to, to sneak it out because Dalvin Cook fumbled. Yeah, they I was like, I I liked the Vikings last week and they fumbled for the winning kick. I'm like, dude. Yep, yep, exactly. So anyway, Zach, nice play. I mean, you might need to read a little bit more how those analytics work when it's fourth down, also, okay typically aren't going to do it down in your own 30, especially when you're up by 14, guy. Dude, how much more are these coaches pulling the trigger like on the fourth and one and stuff? Oh, I know. It's all the time. It's exciting, though. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, you know. Especially it, like your Rams and those kind of people. They're kind of like, eh, 48-yard field goal. Nope. Let's just let's roll with it here. Right. Especially when they've got, like, the weapons, you know, where you don't know exactly where they're going to. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, those are the two 409s. All right, clean up your game. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to talk about anything else from last week, or should we dive into some best bets coming up here? Let's dive into it. Why don't you tell me who you like? Um, well, we talk, talked about the Raiders, and they are going to pit, and they're getting six. So, I think that's a little too many. Kind of like how Pitt was getting the six at Buffalo last week. I'll, I'll take the six here with the Raids again. Although it's the short week, going back to the East Coast, I... Uh, I'm going to ride them for a sec and see what we got. I have nothing against that. Six points is a boatload. Yep. And then, oh, your boy uh, Teddy Bridge. You know, if he's going to take on the worst team in the league here in Jacksonville. And, and get the, and they're minus six. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you know, this may be the Cleveland Browns from like three years ago with Hugh Jackson at the helm. It's like, you know what? We'll go for it here till you can show me otherwise. I'll take Teddy in the the minus six. I have nothing against that either because Teddy's my partner. So Teddy on the road, okay? How about this? Teddy's twenty three and four against the spread on the road. 
Good try. Yeah. Good try, Teddy. All right, Teddy, I'm sure you're getting more believers out there, bud. Well, I'm going to start off with Baltimore KC. Okay, this line before the season started was a pick And after this week's results, it's all the way up to three and a half. Ravens plus three and a half at home. That's a no-brainer. I'll take my boy Lamar. Really? Oh, yeah. See, I, I remember, uh, well, I don't think it was last year, the COVID, like no one in the state. Maybe the year before that, and I think the Chiefs mm-hmm. went down there. And it, Pat just kind of took the helm because he knew it was on the tube. And it's like, let me show you guys the difference here. Yep. yep. And, it, and they crushed them. Yep, I totally remember that. And uh, they did crush them. That was also two years earlier in Lamar's career. So this is two years later. And they're going to be pleased that they lost the game. Harbaugh is going to be pleased. They're going to be focused. And Lamar, he's going to get fired up to go up against Patty. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. Okay, that, that one's tough for me to, well, to get with. Yeah, I know you didn't know. Big Ty Hill went off. I mean, I, I like you know the Chiefs are still doing what they're doing. They are, but three and a half at home will take her. Mm. And then uh, I already mentioned that I like uh, Atlanta. I, did, I just want to touch on that a little bit more. So again, before the season started, that line was nine and a half. So it's gone up three points. We like to call that an overreaction. Okay, and then my last ball game, we didn't touch on it really because um, our boy Russell Wilson slightly balled. Yeah, it was great. And I watched that game, and Wentz looked fine. I mean, I didn't. I wouldn't say he looked great. Um, I wouldn't say he looked bad at all, though. They looked solid. Jonathan Taylor. They just kind of walked into a wasp nest there with Russ. Yeah. Um, now the Rams are going on the road, and I know everyone thought the Rams looked, you know, unbelievable. Um, against the Bears, and I thought they looked okay. I mean, Stafford made some good throws, but the receivers were wide open. Now they go on the road, and the Colts are going to be desperate to get a W, and they're getting four at home. I'll take the Colts. Yep, I can get with you on that one. Mm-hmm. I can see that switching back around here. Right. So I think you know, I think the Rams are going to struggle to win. Uh, I, you know, struggle to win the ball game, and same thing with uh, the Ravens. I mean, you're not just going to walk in there and. and Pound them. So mm-hmm. we'll take the points at home. You know who else looked pretty good was uh, Arizona Cardinals. Looked like they were clicking. My boy Kyler. Remember, I was chatting with you about the season before the season started. Guy's a baller. He's somehow he's underrated. I mean, again, this guy's not been in the league very long, and he balls. Yeah, being that mobile, and he's got a gun. <laughs> yeah, you just don't expect the little guy to whip it downfield like that. <laughs> yeah, he's got a hose. I mean, obviously, most people know that he got drafted in the first round for baseball too. <laughs> So he knows how to wing it. Um, so Minnesota's coming into them and getting four and a half right now. Yeah, that's a stay away for me for sure because the Vikings are going to be desperate too. Yep. Or, you know, you could kind of see it either way. Or, or Arizona's going to hum here for a little bit in the early part of the season. Possibly. I mean, speaking of humming, how about uh, it's the first time it's ever happened in two divisions, the AFC West and the uh, NFC West, both undefeated in their ball games this weekend. Really? Not one team from those divisions lost. Mm-hmm. Interesting, huh? Yep, just comes down to the matchups and stuff. You know? And, and you know, I think quite possibly the Super Bowl um, representatives come from those divisions as well. Uh, most likely. I mean, I think the NFC for sure. And Who, Niners or Rams? Well, I, just, I mean, you know, pick. I, I mean, if, if any team... Seattle. 
If any, yeah. Well, I took uh, I took that minus one forty five to make the playoffs. <laughs> Russ goes, come on, guy. Mm. I've made the playoffs eight out of nine years. We'll do it again for you, bull. <laughs> um, but yeah, everyone in that division's legit, and the AFC West is legit too. I mean, you saw what the Raids did. I think, yeah, KC's not going to win that division as easily this year. There's just it's not going to be that way. And the Chargers look sweet too. Yep. Now that they're both pretty good, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Fun to watch. Yep. Anything else you got the best bets for this week? Nope, that's it. Uh, the best bets are the Ravens, Atlanta, and uh, the Colts. Let's rock and roll. All right, I'll take uh, I'll take the Raiders and the Niners. Okay. The, the, well, I was going to say the NorCal team, but not anymore. The the Vihas Raiders. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. There was uh, a little feel-good story I saw for the week. There was a couple getting married, and the wife was like, I'm just going to fire out some invitations here to like some celebrities just to kind of see if anyone responds. And so she's just humming them out to people. And her husband-to-be is a diehard Red Sox fan, so she sent one to the organization. And the, the husband gets a care package sent to him. And then she filmed him opening it, and he opens it, and he's like, what's this? He couldn't be more juiced. And it's from the Red Sox. There's a letter from the team. They all signed it, put in, like, two packs of dirt, like, wristbands and all these, like, memorabilia. <laughs> That's awesome. And he kind of starts getting choked up, and it's like, let us know when you're in town. We'll host you for, for a VIP home game. Really? He's, he's like, this could be better than getting married. <laughs> the dude said that? He's just juiced. <laughs> I bet he is. So I thought that was cool. He got rewarded for, for liking his squad. That's awesome. Nice play, Red Sox. Um, all right, don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Bolt Brady Picks. We'll keep you updated on lines and, and weather and stuff if things change. And uh, Apple Reviews, hook us up. If we pick you, we'll give you a hat. That'll do it for this week. See ya.